Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I am your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun of my name. Uh, my name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. You know, I'm currently meditating on my solar plexus chakra. And the chakra is all about trust. It's about confidence. It's about knowing. It's about being sure of what you, what you want, being sure of who you are, just being sure of self. And usually after every each time I meditate, I go ahead and I journal. That's my me time in the morning. I wake up, I meditate, I journal, I work out. And in my journaling, I was defining confidence and what it means to me. And it came to me that confidence is simply knowing. And I'm realizing how important it is to be confident in life. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to know everything that's happening around us, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. But it's something about being confident in self that no matter what happens, everything will be okay. You heard that song, it went viral on social media. Things will work in my favor. I just got to believe. 
see, confidence is knowing. And so in that moment, there is a sense of peace. There is a sense of ease. There is a sense that allows you to go with the flow. Because why get upset over something that you cannot change? Now, on the flip hand, when we look at fear, what is simply fear? Fear is not knowing. Fear is a lack of trust. So then it came back to me how important it is to know who you are. Because while everything around you may be a variable, because it's constantly changing, you allow yourself to be the constant. You allow to see yourself, to have enough trust in yourself that no matter what comes your way, it will be okay. Because you know that you're operating in your best self at that moment. You know that everything is happening for your greater good. There's something about being confident. I mean, look at it. You're in a relationship. You're confident about how you and your partner are communicating. You're not tripping or worrying about it. You're confident in your ability, so therefore you get up and speak. Your words flow. Whether it be your drawing, whether it be raising your children, you just operate in confidence of knowing. Knowing that you are operating in your best space at that moment. So yeah. I said, don't we need to just continue to focus on the confidence? And that's just knowing who I am. And I implore you to just know who you are. Go ahead and spend some time with yourself. And know confidence is just simply knowing. Go ahead and trust yourself. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Ten years ago this month, my mother died. And you know, I was reminded of that. A girlfriend reached out to me and she said, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I know this around this time can be hard for you and I want to see how you're doing. And for whatever reason, it didn't dawn on me. Now, usually my body feels it. I don't know if you've ever lost somebody, but it's, I don't know if you're, you, you are cognizantly thinking of the date, but for me, it was a nightmare. So the trauma that happened in my body, it's almost like my body's feeling it. And once I got the text, I immediately looked at Jeremiah because, you know, we were pretty much always together. And I said, listen, I want to give you a heads up. You know, if I start acting differently, I just want to let you know that my mom's anniversary is coming up. And throughout this time, I just feel a lot of feels. But also I'm reminded why I go so hard in doing what I do. Now, I'm probably going to get emotional because it's a lot. My mother. <sighs> my mother is the strongest person I ever know. And leading up to her last days, I had seen her in a light I'd never seen. And I want to say weak, but I guess the proper term is just tired. You see, it was my mom's third bout with cancer. I was living in New York, working at Music Choice. I was at BLS, but I had got let go of that. Just, you know, dealing with my mom's illness and not doing everything I was supposed to do. I had left the show early. Some, I think commercials didn't air. And if you work in radio, the money is in the commercials. And so I had to be up front and I said, hey, I'm dealing with a lot with my mom. But I was working at Music Choice. And I remember around this time, I was so excited because it was also Black History Month. And um, 
If you know anything about me, you know voiceovers is a passion of mine. And I was so excited because I had um, had the opportunity to be the voice for our Black History Month specials at Music Choice. Now, I decided to go home. Not that I went and went home, but it was, it was an opportune time to go home because it was President's Day weekend. I'm recording this podcast on President's Day. So I knew I had that Monday off and I said, okay, I got this day off. I'm going to go down to Detroit to see my mom. Now, when I was working at Music Choice, I would, uh, I started getting a lot of calls like my sister and, you know, the doctor calling to say, hey, you know, just to get updates on my mom and how she's doing. Because she got a point where she was in so much pain that they had to give her pain medicine. And with the pain medicine kind of made her a little loopy. And this is the same mother because I was the local producer of the Elonda Adams Morning Show when I was at BLS and WLIB. She'd call me every day at 3.30 to make sure I was up. And I think I started noticing things where she had like, you know, forgot or I'd be talking to her and she'd just be a little loopy. I'm like, Ma, stop, because remind you, this is the strongest woman I know. So I decided to go home to Detroit because the doctor said, hey, my sister said, you know, should I tell my sister to come out here? And they say, well, it's better for her to come sooner than later. So I said, all right, I'm going to go down. Now, I remember, you know, when you're going after your dreams, some people got this set up where, you know, they can rely on their family members to help them if something go down. You know, there's some extra change that you can put stuff in. But, you know, for me, you know, I know I chose this life as far as pursuing my dreams. So I'm always the one to make it work, make it do what it do. So, uh... I said, okay, I'm going to go down there present day's weekend. I don't have to worry about, you know, calling up some time from work and uh, saving money. I said, okay, I'm going to take the uh, Greyhound back down there and then I'll probably fly back. You know, trying to make it where it makes sense. I remember I finally got down there on the Greyhound. I remember I feel like, was I talking to my mom the week prior, Whitney, Whitney Houston had just died. So when I got there, it was uh, Whitney's funeral was on the TV and I remember I got to my aunt's house, my Aunt Joanne, and we were sitting there watching a funeral. And I'm like, well, I was not on this bus for 20 some hours to be sitting here, you know, watching this funeral. I said, I need to go see my mama. So I had my aunt take me. Now my mom, you know, cancer takes people out, but oftentimes it's the treatment. So she's taking her chemo. And so they had put her in a, uh, they call it, we refer to it as a rehab center, but it was a nursing home. So everybody there was older, but it was more so that she can get her strength up, get her mobility up, you know, so that she can endure the next round of chemo in hopes to uh, combat the stage four breast cancer that she has. Now, if you're unfamiliar with stage four breast cancer or stage four cancer overall, that's when it metastasized, meaning that it's now spreading all over the body. Now, four years prior to that, I had just moved out to New York. And my mom was moving me in. And this is when we discovered, I guess, the cancer was back. She got off the bed and there was a crack. It was like a chalk, like, and she hollered, ah. And I was like, mom, are you okay? We immediately went to the hospital. They said the bone was dense. After further testing, they found out that she had cancer in the bone. We had to, uh, or they had to put a rod in her femur. Your femur is the longest and strongest bone in the body. The femur is located between the hip and the knee bone. So... I told my aunt, I said, I need to go see my mom. I go see my mom. And my mind, you know, if you follow me and are aware, 
of the things that I've accomplished or the things that I've done is because of Janice Hill. Everything I am is because of my mama. They kind of go for it. Don't give up. Don't allow nobody to tell you no. So to see her in a state of, she couldn't even put a fork to her mouth. And I remember I was so angry because I said, you ain't trying. But I was with 20-something-year-old Dawn was thinking because why wouldn't somebody put a fork to their mouth if they could? I remember her hand was shaking. She said, Don, can you open this pop? And I looked, I said, Mom, you can open the pop yourself. I remember seeing her index finger trying to crack the can. It still didn't register how sick my mother was. This is the woman that raised me. That told me I can be and do anything. Now I was gearing up to come back to L.A. I remember I played for, I played the video of her for uh, the Black History Month special I did with Music Choice. She was proud. And I asked her, even despite the state, you know, I asked, I said, Ma, you know, you think I should go back to New York? Or you want me to stay here with you? Now, mind you, when I had gotten there, I hadn't left the room. We probably wanted to sleep there, but she was in the room by herself. It was an empty bed. I slept there overnight. And it was one point I was in the bed with her because I'm like, I'm going to be here with my mom. But you know what she said to me? And this is when I learned about love, I think, in a different dimension. She said, Don, I already lived my life. It's time for you to live yours. Now, I probably knew that I wasn't going to leave anyway, but, you know, I probably just needed her to tell me to stay. So I said, okay. And I was going to stay anyway. But I guess I remember uh, a nurse that came in. She said, Miss Hill, you doing okay? You need to go to the hospital? I think my mom nodded. And the nurse asked because, you know, at the time I didn't, I wasn't aware, but I guess you can start to do some laborious breathing where it's like, <sighs> and my mom started to distribute that. Now, at the time, she couldn't lay, lay flat on her black, back because I don't know if there was fluid in her lungs, but you know, just not being as mobile is enough. The lungs aren't moving to the capacity. So we ended up going to the hospital. Now, my sister, she had just had my youngest nephew. She had preeclampsia. She was just recovering her eyesight, you know, dealing with a, a premature newborn. So there's a lot going on. She probably handled a lot while I was away in New York. And probably my mom going to the doctor, that wasn't anything that was bizarre. So we were at the hospital and, uh, you know, they're asking me for all the information. I'm working on being strong, but what's strong? What is that? What does that mean? At the time, I guess for me, I was like, okay, I'm not going to cry. But of course I did. My mom said, what's wrong? Don, what's wrong? I said, you know, I told her, I said, I'm just a little scared. So the doctors and nurses were asking me the information about my mom. And uh, I was down there for the holiday for Christmas. And I remember we had to go to the doctor then. I mean, we were doing laundry and she was talking about her chest. And I was like, oh my gosh, you, you know, we didn't know if it was like a heart attack or whatever. And it was just the cancer in the chest, hurting the bones. And I remember at that time I was able to understand or to get a grasp of the pain she was in because when we were at the hospital, the strongest woman I ever known was calling for her mama. Now, what am I supposed to do? You my mama. And you asking for your mama. Tell me you wish your mama was here. 
So I had an idea of what could this pain could be like. So we had a room, they asking for the information. So they said, I don't know if it was a CT scan or a CAT scan. I didn't know that was going to be the last time I was going to talk to my mama. Uh, you know, I'm going to be real with you. I haven't let it like plagued on me a lot. But I wondered, so, so I said, well, Don, why did you let her go into this casket? They had to put in a machine and she had to lay back. Remember, I told you my mom wouldn't lay back because she said she couldn't breathe. And when they took her in the machine and they went to go get the visit, I remember calling Charlotte. I said, Charlotte, you need to get up to the hospital. I need you to come up here. I need you to come up here. And she made her way. I remember the doctors came out. Or maybe even before that, I remember hearing them say that she's coding, she's coding. And, you know, all these turns, these machines and all that's going on. Well, you know, when somebody's coding, that means, you know, flatlining, cold 10, like the ring the alarm. And I remember, I remember the doctors coming out. I remember what the feeling was. And uh, I don't know if they were called all the way or whether or not they were going to resuscitate because we had to make the decision because her bones were so fragile. Remember, I told you. She got off my bed in New York and we heard a pop so that lets you know how dense it is. They had to put a metal rod in her femur. So when we talk about resuscitation, that's pressing on this chest. And it was at that point that they told us, well, if we do the resuscitation, if something were to happen again, are you okay with that? Because we could break her rib cage. Remember, this is the same mother. I told you that when I was down there in December, she was crying out for her mother because her chest was hurting so bad. But luckily, she, you know, we were able to to uh, to get some sort of pulse. Now, the same mother never came to. I can't say that, but I never audibly heard from her after that moment. And I remember sitting on the machines. We had kept her in there about a week. And, you know, for that entire week, I never left the hospital. I might have went to the parking lot. But my thing was, I was like, I ain't going to leave my mama because my mama wouldn't leave me. It was truly a nightmare. One to run, there was nowhere to go. One to hide, but there was nowhere to go. Wanting to yell, but really nobody could hear me. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. I woke up every morning. I slept in that room with a family and friends could be and I would go there every morning. Talk to my mama. Just sit with her. I went on to share a lot of things. Just tell her how much I loved her. One of my uncles, like, you know, just never really, not really liking them. Just, just the things that happened in the past. And, you know, I tell her, I said, Mom, you know, I forgive that. I forgive him. Because that was something I carried for a while. You know, I was at a point of just sharing all the things that I wanted her to come to. And there were times where her eyes were moved, so I know that she could hear me. But can you imagine the strongest person, you know, to be at a point of so much pain they can't communicate? When I tell you that I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for Janice Hill. And so I'm reminded at this point in my life why I gotta go so hard. Because being a dreamer and being obedient, and what I mean by that, be obedient to my spirit of what God has placed inside of me. I couldn't just stay in Detroit. I got big dreams. And for me, why I go so hard with my dreams? Why you hear me go so hard with vitamin D? Because I got to make some of myself. I got to make something of myself because I can't get that time back. That I decided to go to Howard. That I decided to live in New York. The time that I decided to be away from my mother. I can't get it back. So I got to make good on my investment of that time away. So that's how I'm feeling right now. And it's such a challenge because everything ain't how I want it. The vision that God placed on my heart of what I feel for my life, it ain't necessarily in front of me where I can see. And that's why I'm constantly reminded and I have to tell myself, Dawn, don't let what you see make you forget what God said. You got to keep going. Now, this is my story. My cousins, you know, six siblings, five other siblings whose mother died. And I can't compare that, but I could just tell you my story and, 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 and who I am and where I am and why I do what I do and why I have to do it the way that I do it. That's where the passion lies for me. Because I got to make good what Janice Hill put inside me. And, you know, and what my father said. Now, you know, you may not hear me talk much about my father because he died when I was three months. So that relationship or whatever that is, I don't have that. But, you know, he said when I was born, he said, I got me a star. I got to make good on this star. And you know, the 
think I was interested about a star. The best views of the star at night. That's where they twinkle and shine. But do we ever think about what it's like to be in a midnight black sky? When you got to muster up whatever's inside of you and decide to shine. We all got this light. <laughs> we learned a song when we were a child. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to shine. And I'm going to do this shit right here. <sighs> I got to make it happen. I was talking to a mentor. He said, how you doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I'm cool. But you know, we got to really think when people ask, how you do? How are you really doing? I said, well, just keep it on, keep it on. You know, keep it on coming in here with my podcast and working out. And I explained to her, I said, you know, I'm not going to even, you know, front. You know, it can get a little discouraging because, you know, I'm going after it for so long, but when it's time when you talk about when it's right. But just what you should not do, but I'm human. Looking around at your peers and other people around my age, and I'm like, I'm not a bum. And what I mean by that, I've always been on my grind. Like, that's what I do. I That's my work ethic. And I have to remind myself that I'm going in for Dawn and Dawn's dreams. And, you know, perhaps other people, one, I don't have their story. But then, two, who's to say that they're going after their own thing? You you know, I'm not here to, to down someone else about what it is you do. But it's a little different when you're working for somebody else versus working for yourself. Because you got to be the, the end-all, be-all. You got to have the motivation. You got to have the creativity. You got to make it happen. I can't wait for nobody else to make it happen for me. And with that comes a different level of comfort. What that comes with a different level of guarantee. He says, go work out, dog. I mean, it is working out. First of all, you better act like you know, Dawn Day. Having that confidence in what God put inside of me. But he said, it's going to work out. You're just one person away or, you know, one situation away. He said, because you're putting in that work. You're putting in that sweat equity. He said, you work your podcast like a full-time job. But I'm like, yeah. Don't let what you see make you forget what God said. And so I have to keep going. And I realize I can't control the timing of the way things happen. So I get in the space of what can I control with Dawn? And that's the same for you. What can you control in your environment for me? By loving on myself and controlling what Dawn is working out. So that's the, no, that's the one thing that I know. Whatever I put in, that's what I'm going to receive. He said, it's going to happen. He said, you know, when you decided to leave from New York to go to L.A., he said, I wasn't worried. I knew that you're a hard worker. And I look up and like, all right, God, what is it going to happen? And I even say to myself, like, why is all of this pressure? And I say pressure. Why do I feel all of this weight for this great vision? You know, because some people just go ahead and they live their life and they do their thing if they want to do it. And I'm like, God, why you put all this on me? Why do I have this dream so big that I just got to do it? But I know that I won't feel complete. And I know damn well my mother's death will not be in vain. At least what I say to me as far as being around her and, and, and having time that I can't get back. But when I think about 
little Dawn, who at three and a half years old, had to worry about a story. Performing. I always said it. I knew I was going to be a star. Like, I didn't just say, hey, I'm going to wake up and I want to be in front of the crowd entertaining. No, it's always been in me. This has been my thing. Wanting to inspire, wanting to be heard, wanting to be a seed, not only just for my endorphins because I know that I have something when I do this. I have ability, I have a gift where I enable people to feel good. I have this thing where I'm around people and I want to, they say I inspire them. And I love that for me and I love that for them. So I've always said this way to what I feel like, why could I be okay with just getting a typical nine to five and working? It will never be okay for me. So I'm in this holding place, this transition place, this place that we call the dash until I manifest all my dreams. Because when I tell you, I would be bigger than Oprah I am. And that's why I got to act like I know, you know, I was talking about that on a quick dose previously. You got to act like you know, because when you act like you know, you walk as if you already are. Hey, catch it. And when you act in such a, a matter, you yield certain results. And just as I say, Dawn, don't let what you see make you forget what God said. You can't you fail if you don't quit. You can't. That is the formula. So I'm going to stick to the formula. And I hope you will too. In whatever aspect of your life. I don't know what motivates you, what inspires you to keep going, but I just want you to remind yourself this if you ever feel like giving up. If you don't feel like you're worthy, if you're too scared, you got to know that you're going to die one day. And that does not mean to sound morbid. I just want to hope and ensure that you live while you're still alive. In fact, I think when my mother died, that's what gave me the gumption to just keep moving, keep going out and taking a chance. Because I said, well, hell, the worst thing that could ever happen to me has happened. So throw it at me. It reminds me of that song, Sia. By Sia, I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Fire away. Fire away. That's perhaps that confidence that I'm meditating on. I'm on my solar plexus chakra. It's a lot about affirming about who you are, what you can do, and what you want to achieve, but it's a knowing. In fact, here recently I was uh, helping a friend. We were uh, filming for a pilot, for her pilot, for her TV show. I said it's going to be a multi, I shouldn't say TV show or movie, it's going to be a multi-million dollar project. That's what I claim over her. So we're up there filming, like if you know me, I'm a prankster. And uh, a tow truck was coming down the street. We were filming at my place. I said, oh my gosh, they're about to tow your car. There was such an ease about her. She said, what? She said, I checked the parking. There was no panic. It wasn't like she had some unpaid parking tickets. It wasn't like her tags were expired. There was nothing. So for her, the worriness had ceased. And perhaps with us, we worry because of what could go wrong. But what about the confidence of what's going to be right? What about the confidence of what you feel and who you say that you are? And that's what I mean. Act like you know. 
act like you know with this vision, whether you say God, whether this energy, whatever this feeling has put inside you to be more, to do more, to see more is true. Because if you go to the scripture, faith without works is dead. Hell, we even know if you work out, if you don't put any work in it, you can't expect anything, any output of things to work out. So that's how I'm doing it. That's the check-in. I'm going to be all right. I just have some emotions to feel, you know, and I wanted to share and be transparent with that. If you ever had to wonder, like, why you do how you do what you do? Well, that's Janice Hill. When you see her, you see me. When you see me, best believe you see her. (sighs) Yeah. I'm going to do it for my mama. It's clear as day. I see myself in front of masses. And these people, they holler. They're so excited. And I'm speaking life over them. Affirming of what you can do if you believe. Affirming that it feels good to feel good and to live life on purpose and for purpose. To not give a damn about what people say. And I'm working on that myself. It's something about this judgment of how we let things get in the way. But remind yourself, you know you're going to die one day. So hell, you better live the way you want to live. How you want to live. With whomever you want to live. Doing what it is you need to do so you can live. Because you're going to die one day. And right now is the best time to live. Because the only thing that's certain is right now. So what you going to do? Who you doing it for? Why are you doing it? Because I'm going to have my yacht. <laughs> In my multi-million dollar voiceover studio. My beautiful home. The love of my life. The peace. The joy. It's going to be all worth it. And it was a firm. 10 years ago this month when I saw my mama take her last breath. I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Fire away. Fire away. Thank you so much for listening in. If you would like to be on the show, if you have somebody that you want to recommend to be on the show, go ahead and email us, vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com, okay? Also, you know, I have vitamin D advice letters. So you can write in if you want some advice on love, relationship, work, purpose, anything that is concerning you. And I'm gonna give you my insight on it. Now, I, I want to be clear, you know, I'm all about inspiring. I'm all about positivity, telling you something to make you feel good. But vitamin D is about shedding the light. And that's on the good and the bad. So I'm going to keep it real with you because you know what I say. If you want to be better and you want to do better, you got to be able to see better. So just know what you're getting when you're coming in. Vitamin D at Dawn Day Speaks. But I'd love to share my insight with you, okay? Also, you know this is my dream. You know that I've risked everything on this. You know we started from underneath the sheets in New York City. And now we in Studio E in Sherman Oaks, California. (sighs) Vitamin D. I need you to tell somebody. To tell somebody, to tell somebody else to subscribe to Vitamin D with Dawn Day and let them know that we're available on all of the platforms. Wherever you get your favorite podcast, okay? 
Help my dreams. I plan to be here for a long time. You got a lot you're going to learn about me, okay? We got a lot we're actually going to learn together. So let's start now, right? If you'd like to get more content on the show, I want to encourage you to follow us on social media. Vitamin D Dawn Day, everywhere. So you get clips of the interviews, some insights. Uh, we got quotes, we got pictures, we got morning motivation, inspiration, stuff like all good things. Just shedding light. Vitamin D Dawn Day. And then if you want the real D, hey, <laughs> I want you to follow me on all social media. Dawn Day Speaks, okay? I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, well, I'm heading out of here. I want you to be amazing. I want you to be great. And I want you to get excited about your life. You know I say I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't gonna forget about mine. So until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your Popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Boston Proper is for women who love distinctive style in styles that don't define them. Boston Proper designs are unique and made to fit flawlessly. Confident women wear Boston Proper as an expression of who they are with chic, polished styling and unforgettable looks that get noticed anytime, every day, and on any occasion. When you want that certain something in everything you wear, wear Boston Proper. Shop at bostonproper.com and wear it like no one else.